Broadcasting live from State Street and the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. A good karma brand's radio station. Touchdown reception. Flip it, baby. You're part of the flying Melendez with this high-flying offense. And a touchdown and a lead for the Dolphins. Well, I can't believe how wide open he was. I mean, it's just a little five-yard out. Watch, he's on the outside. It's a five-yard out right at the goal line. Jalen Johnson was in zone coverage out there. It almost looks like the way he's looking at the other defender, he thought someone was going to buzz underneath it. Whatever that was, miscommunication. Can't leave him that wide open. Sanders tacks on another 14 to 10. Miami. Yerk, I think I'd settle for one eighth of Tyreek Hill's. One eighth of Tyreek Hill's athleticism. You would personally. Yes, I okay. would. I would. I yeah. I'd take it. The backflip and the, I mean, my God, all of it. Yeah, all of it. I yeah. mean, he's just spectacular. It's uh, and you know, you do the post game show, so you might have been, maybe you were very aware of this, but I didn't realize it till I was, you know, doing work after late last night and, and going through the box crunching numbers. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, Tyreek Hill only had seven catches. It felt like he had fifteen, didn't it? He did I'm make like, an impact. Only, he only had seven catches. They had like an extra seventy five or eighty yards and penalties. Yeah. Pass interference penalties, one yeah. early in the game right. and the one late in the game. I, just, I don't know why. I honestly felt like he had 15 catches in the game. It felt like he was constantly open. He's just spectacular. Trent Green talked a lot on that broadcast about the things we were discussing last week, how clever and creative McDaniel has been. And just I don't know that he needs much help via the scheme. He's just that good. But when you combine what both of those guys bring to the table with the, the job that McDaniel has done, uh, they're lethal together, and it's why we spent so much time talking about it last week. Yurko gave you some thoughts on maybe how the Bears should try to play it. They never really took, I don't think, any of Yurko's advice. There were way too many free releases, and those guys, you know, once they're off the line of scrimmage free, whether it's little rubs or those spaghetti routes, you know, whatever it is, and they've got some space to operate, you can forget it. Like, I don't, I, you're just not stopping them. There, there's really no slowing them down. Well, a then you, fearsome right. pass rush might be the only thing that's going right. to derail Miami. But if he, if Tua's got any time at all, I, I just, I don't know how you guard those two guys in the second. Or, or something that they did a couple of times. They made mistakes. Fourth down, he threw a bad ball. Right, that's I mean, true. It was good coverage, but he threw a bad ball. So they, they didn't do everything perfectly, and that's what you then hope for. And if you got a fierce pass rush, yeah, there's a more likely chance of things not going great when you're hurried a little bit on your pass and you may not be as accurate as you are. I think that's the only way. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know how else teams are going to be able to slow them down in coverage, whether they try zone, man, it doesn't really matter with the two of them. They were dominant yesterday. They combined for 228 yards, Yerk, and two touchdowns. You probably saw this. Tyreek's on pace now for 2,085 yards. No player in the history of the league, no wide receiver uh, has ever had 2,000 receiving yards. No player, period, has ever had 2,000 receiving yards. Now, we are playing in a 17-game era. I mean, I get that. 
Calvin Johnson is the regular season record holder with 1,964. He set that back in 2012. Cooper Cup is second all-time with the extra game, having done it last year with 1947. So if uh, it were still just a 16-game season, Tyreek Hill's 16-game pace would still have him very close on this pace by the end of the year for setting the all-time record. He would sh- uh, he would fall two yards shy right now on this pace through 16 games of what Calvin Johnson did in 2012. He's on pace for 1962 in 16 games, but 17 would put him over, over 2,000 yards, yeah. and I think he's got a real shot at that, actually. He's going to need a couple of those 85-yarders, you know, where you yeah. get him quick, hit her, miss tackle, and the next yeah. thing you know, he's gone. He's yeah. going to need a couple of those because trying to get him 15 yards at a time is going to be tough. Tough, uh, tough day of coverage for a lot of the Bears. Kendall Vildor got hurt early, too. Oh, boy. Only think, played a few snaps. I think he's ready. Juan Bailey, get me out of here. Get he's me out of here right plays now. plays against those guys. Yeah. And you're like, uh, okay. Okay, I've had enough time for me to go. I might be uh, done. Jalen Johnson exposed a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. I mean, they went at him. They went at him, and a couple times there was confusion. Yeah. When they got Tyreek Hill in the corner for the touchdown. Yeah, what happened? Like, when, Craig Groom was just talking about that. What happened? When, when you see your hands in the air like this. Yeah, like, eh. And then you're looking at the other guy, and both guys got hands in the air. Don't leave that guy open. Yeah, that's Somebody's like, wait a minute. Did you see the Cooper Cup touchdown yesterday? Yes. The long one? Yes. 22's in coverage, and he's passing him off. Yes. I'm going to pass you off. The problem is the solo safety is sitting there looking at him. He's got a guy right in front of him. Yeah. Well, well, oh, you're passing him Cup. off. Oh, hell. Oh, I didn't realize it. What's going on here? Good when, luck when, to you. when did that happen? The pass off. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Pass off. Yeah, and I was wondering what 22 was looking at. What was he getting ready to level off and where was he going? Because the corner had somebody with him. So the corner was to his left. Cooper was in the slot and 22 yeah. was carrying him in coverage for a while. Then he dropped him. And then Cooper, you know, maybe realized he kind of did a stab out and then went up. And at that point, he knew he had it. I have him. Just throw the ball. And then Stafford knew I got him, too. And he put it in stride. He needed it because it looked like yeah. he kind of stumbled and he went at it. I love plays, though, where the defensive back goes, okay, here, here he is. So I'm, I'm going to let him go into the abyss here. Hopefully they don't that, see him. That's just two guys not on the yeah. same page? What is that? The con- they, One guy's wanted to play well, one concept, the other's playing the other? These are split-second decisions yeah. being made. you got single high safety in the middle of the field backpedaling right. with pressure in his face. With somebody in his face that's clearing and getting to the second, you know, the past the linebacker. So he's got to be responsible so for that. So he's got, all right, I got to do it. But what he needs to do now, when you, you got to identify the threats as they're happening. And you don't need to be directly in front of that guy as much as you might need to split the two threats that you have. Hmm. You know, you can, you can play four yards inside of the middle one, cheating toward cup, four yards this way. But what if you got a vertical route going on the other right, side? Then and then you got to help yeah. on the other side. So you're screwing. If he sees the safety go one way. Then he throws it the other way. He right? might come to the left side and just yeah. say, go ahead. But the wide open guy was. Was Cooper Cobb. Cooper Cobb. Yeah. And these are all split second decisions. Tough. I always like playing deep to short. Right. They they hit the Bears on one, too, like a little uh, corner out that Peyton Man- Manning and Marvin Harris made famous. They throw somebody in the flat. Jalen Johnson runs up. Runs up. I got an excited little puppy dog with a new toy. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, I got you. I got you. And, and then, then they run that little route, and then the safety's got to come over and try to make the play in a, in a cover two concept. And by alignment, the, he's, it's impossible for him to get there. 
if the timing of the throw is the way it should be, it's impossible for the safety to get over there. Miami offense is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, As we kind of figured <laughs> and predicted they're that they were going to be good. on Sunday. Yeah. Like, they're really good. They are. Uh, and, I, and if your corner's not going to get depth and then break up on the short stuff, that's what you got to do. You got to see, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. You got to settle for that. I'm not going to give you this deep one. Or you pull the Ty Law. Ty Law used to, and Lawyer Malloy, they used to bait the throw. Right. They used to say, hey, look, I'm paying attention to the shallow route. Go ahead and try to squeeze this one in. And then they'd get quick depth and they'd go and they'd compete for the ball in the air. Bears covered yesterday, though. Yeah, they, they did. did cover the spread. They I'm did. telling you, Bears are going to start becoming a hot over team here, folks. Hot. They're hot. Connor. Can't really stop anybody. And this offense looks dangerous for the first time. Since 2020, the Bears have three straight games with at least 29 points. It's just the fourth time that this franchise has done that since 2010. That's kind of sad. But, hey, it's progress. And right now, uh, Justin Fields, is a, he's a cheat code out there. Teams aren't sure what to do. They're like, wait, we're spying him, and he's still burning us. Still doing it. 20-yard chunks, 178 yards. We told you last week that the Bears had gone over 200 yards rushing as a team in three consecutive games for the first time since 1968. Well, guess what? Make it four consecutive now, Yurko, and that hasn't happened since 19... You want to take a guess? 73. 1956. Oh, boy. 1956. Was it the great Bobby Lane? No, it would have been uh, a Rick Caceres-led uh, team, Both I believe, at that point. Well, he wasn't the quarterback, but, I mean, that's uh, he was yeah. the running back of the day. I don't know who the quarterback would have been. That's a good question. I, who would it have been? Because that's post-Luckman. Yeah. That could be like a George Blanda. I couldn't you know, tell Certainly you. before Bobby Douglas. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. But uh, my guess is maybe Blanda-led quarterbacking. I don't know. But back then, the game was so different, too, and you saw stuff like that maybe a little bit more. But uh, fourth straight game with 200 rushing yards for the first time since 1956. And the Bears have a chance to go out and put 30 up again this weekend. They should against a bad Detroit team and a bad oh, Detroit defense. Oh, oh, yes. They absolutely should. Oh, yeah. And I expect Detroit to do a little scoring against a bad Bears defense, too. This you, is going to be over under 60. You could be right. No, it's actually, like I said, I think it was, I looked this, yeah, I looked last night, I think it was 49. That over-under was in in the third quarter, like six minutes. It felt great. When you're, yeah. when you're on those overs and it hits and like they, that. And they come in, you're like cabbage patch. I, I absolutely loved it. The Green, Boy, the Green Bay Detroit over, Score. not so much. No, that one not as much. The total, Yerk, is uh, 48.5. I saw 49 last night. 48.5. Bears out to a three-point favorite now. Bears. Will's in West Michigan on ESPN 1000. What's up, Will? Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah, what's up, Will? What do, you, what do you got for us, Will? I don't know what's going on there. Hold on. I think Will's suggesting. Michael's in Worth. What's up, Michael? Hello, fellas. I got a question for you. I got a gambling stat that's fairly amazing. You've got okay. eight quarterbacks in the NFL that make $40 million. Yeah. Arizona, Dallas, Buffalo, Denver, Green Bay, Kansas City, the Rams, and Vegas. Mm-hmm. Now, if you bet on those teams with the spread, you're 28 and 36, eight units under. But if you bet on the over, those teams are 22 and 42, meaning there's 20 units under. Wow. Now, the question is, obviously the line makers are underestimating the ability of these teams and their quarterbacks to score points. My question to Yurko and to UCARB, are these salaries compromising these teams' ability to surround these quarterbacks with the talent to score points? 
It's a good question, Michael. I mean, when you've got to invest that much in your quarterback where it's over 20% of your cap, what do you think? Right. I, I think that's where it's going. I think at some point the quarterback's salary is going to have to get tempered to maybe uh, 16% of the cap. Mm. Yeah. Maybe where it belongs, $32 million for a quarterback. Million. You know, if that if that's what your organizational philosophy is, and that's the way you go about your business. Unders have been the trend. Michael, thanks. That's a good stat. I didn't. Uh, I might have to give Michael credit and bust that on an odds couple and uh, fact check it real quick. But I like that. 22 and 42, the eight highest paid quarterbacks to the under. Trend has been under uh, this year in general. We talked about that a little bit on Friday's show. Matt's in Streamwood on ESPN 1000. Hey, Matt. Hey, Carmen, Yorko, thanks for taking my phone call. I have two questions I want to ask you. I saw that Ryan Poles was at the Ohio State Northwestern game on Saturday. I'm sure. Are those linemen that good of a top 10 pick, or is he thinking that if he trades out of that pick that he can get him in the high teens or early 20s if one of those teams come up and trade picks with the Bears in the first round? Oh, you mean for that, Skaronsky? You mean the kid on Northwestern? I thought he was looking at the Ohio State Oh, maybe somebody at Ohio State. Okay, I'm not as sure. I know the kid at Ohio Northwestern. They think is going to be a Skaronsky. Yeah, they think he's going to be a first round. Is pick. that Bob Skaronsky's grandson that played know. tackle for the Green Bay Packers he's, in the '60s? I don't know. He's from here. He's a local kid. Um, but uh, I don't know, Matt. Like I, I don't know. Where, and I haven't looked at many of the mock drafts. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, I mean, look, you're going to see these GMs are going to see Ohio State play. Because uh, Marvin Harrison and Jackson Smith. Really, you want to see Jackson Smith and Jigba. He didn't play, though. He's been dealing with a hamstring injury. They did not play him. They probably knew with the 50-mile-an-hour wind gusts on Saturday, we're not going to throw the ball a whole heck of a lot anyway. So they did not play Jackson Smith and Jigba. I mean, if you're a scout, you'd love to go and see that. Um, I'm not as brushed up on on some of those old linemen on uh, Ohio State, but we could certainly look and see. And we could look at Mel's latest and see well, if he's got anybody going in that group. But you're going to see. Look, it's a no-brainer for Poles. It's in his backyard. You're going to go feeling, see Ohio State play. I, I, I have a question. feeling we'll be covering the draft. Yes, I think we will. I have a feeling. Yes. Uh, we'll be doing it. And so we'll have to uh, acquaint ourselves. For sure. With the top sure. top players in the country. I mean, it's November. I'm not as... It know, is November. I'm not looking at the O-linemen yet on uh, all these teams. I'm sorry. I wait for that. I'll, I'll, we'll do that a little bit later. I, I defer to you anyway when it comes yeah. to O-line play. What am I going to break down? I'd rather have your well, look you'd at the tape. you'd be surprised what you know. You, eh. know if a man, you know if a man is big and he's got a good girth. Eh, well, yeah, that, yeah, I do know if a man is big and if he's got a good girth. That's true, Yurko. I, I can identify that usually. 312-332-3776. Ring us up. Talk Bears. NFL through Week 9. And how much are Bears fans loving the disaster that is Green Bay? It's a dumpster fire for the Packers. I love it. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Follow at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64 on Twitter. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. Hope you're having a great day. It's Carmen and your crosstalk in about 40 minutes with Waddle and Sylvie. We'll talk about our players of the weekend in 15 minutes. Bears lose, but it was another exciting game. The offense continues to get better. Racked up a lot of points, a lot of first downs, a lot of yardage. Came up a little bit short. Bears covered but lost 35-32. to 32. Uh, They are a favorite for, is this the first time this year? I believe it is, right? Bears will be a favorite for the first time, if I'm not mistaken. This it wasn't weekend. early against Houston. They weren't favorites. Oh, against you know Houston. what? They were here. My yeah. bad. Thank you. They were a favorite against uh, Houston. There you go. Yeah, and I don't know. They might not be again after this game this week. Maybe they will be in the second game against Detroit. We'll see. Maybe there's another one in there, depending on how things go. 
but they're not going to be a, a favorite often. Let's see how they do as a small home favorite this weekend at Soldier Field. Matt and Streamwood, I think, was talking about um, Paris, Cam- uh, Paris Johnson, excuse me, Paris Campbell, Paris Johnson at Ohio State. Uh, who Mel did have ninth on his big board last week. So when I went back and checked, I was like, I do remember he had an O-lineman from Ohio State in there. He had Jackson Smith and Jigba, who, again, if you were going to scout the game this weekend, you didn't see him, he didn't play. He's been he's missed a lot of games this year. Uh, I don't think it's going to matter. He's going to be a top 20 pick because he's awesome, and his, his year last year is probably good enough to prove to everybody that he's going to be a top 20 pick. But uh, that hamstring injury has bothered him all year. He hasn't played much. Mel's got Jackson Smith and Jigba 16th, so a couple of guys in the top 20 from Ohio State. What a weekend in college football. We'd like to talk about that a little at some point, too. Man, I was impressed again with Stetson Bennett. I don't, he's not going to, you know, he, there's not a lot of NFL pedigree there, Yerk, and, you know, maybe an NFL team gives him a chance to be a backup and stuff like that, and he knocks around a little bit. I, I made the easy joke on the odds couple that it was a special game from last week. His wife and kids were in the stands. You know, he's 25 years old. He's still in college. It's like, my Lord. But I was impressed again. You watch these big games and you're like, damn, he's pretty cool under pressure. You know, oh, I'll just step up in the pocket and find a receiver here and a receiver there. And he just. COVID gives him 30 years to play college football now. It's crazy. He's 25. But again, I walked away going, damn, impressed. And I, I know Hoodie's happy. I was impressed again with Stetson Bennett. That was a good win for. That game was not. That close. It never felt like Tennessee was really going to come all the way back. I don't know how much of it you saw, Yerk, but it it just Georgia Tennessee, the Georgia Tennessee game. It never felt like they it. Georgia just came out, punched him in the mouth a couple times. It was like woof. You knew something was up because ninety eight percent of the tickets crazy. were on Tennessee, and the line didn't move. Didn't it went up? Yeah, it, Adam, went up. it kept like, going right. out to ten. Yeah, and Furman sort of laid that out forever. This is why you don't want to miss Furman. Furman on Thursday said. Everything they can tell, by everything they can tell, and he's out in Vegas. He said it to us. The line when we talked to Furman was eight. He goes, this is going to get closer to double digits, and the books don't care. And I know Waddle and Sylvie and Mel like to make fun of me when I say that. Be on the side of the books. It's just a simple tip. You You have no real opinion on the game. It's a tough handicap. I think that game was a tough handicap. You're wondering where to go when you see what Abdallah just said, that 98% of the money is on one side and the books are more than happy to have that happen. Jump in with a little couch change on the side of the book. The books are usually right. So what did the game finish? Uh, I think it was nine and a half. Was the oh they won twenty seven to thirteen they covered Georgia yeah, covered they covered yes they punted it was not even as close as twenty seven to thirteen what was it guys do you agree. They no, never it felt wasn't. that close. No, it wasn't. Georgia kind of dominated them. They whooped them, Yerk. What about LSU? Uh, I didn't see that game. I saw highlights. I was out Saturday play? night. I did not see that game. <laughs> Poor did that Abdallah. game happen? Poor Abdallah. I don't know if that happened. I love Brian. Tip of the cap to Brian Kelly for ballsy. Yeah, I mean, for going for it, man. I loved it. I'm like, okay, here we go. He got beat pretty good twice by Nick Saban. Let's, you know, well, and he goes, you know what? When you couldn't stop him all game, why would you be able to stop him at two point conversion? Maybe you're right. Clemson. Maybe you're right. Clemson goes oh, down. Oh, man. How about Notre Dame with a good second half Whoa. there? That's a good signature win for uh, they Marcus needed Freeman. something. No, the Fighting Irish needed something. It's a good win, you after losing to Toledo and who Stanford. They lost to uh, they lost yeah. to Stanford. They lost at home to Toledo, and they lost that first game to Ohio State. Well, Ohio State, you can well, expect. sure. No, no, of course, yeah. That's a signature win, though. You're right. Good win. Well, they needed it. Trust it, me, they needed it. So Tennessee lost, Clemson lost, Bama lost. Was that three of the top six? Right. 
yeah. all lost this weekend. So tomorrow should be fun. Illinois lost too. Well, but they I mean, <laughs> thanks. Who did Illinois play? They played Michigan, Michigan State. State. They were a huge favorite and they lost at home yeah. to Michigan State. Come on. With what like are you eight about? players suspended. I think yeah. it's Illinois. It's a big game. It's still a ways away for Illinois. Let's uh, put it that way. I mean, way. they can still go to the Big Ten Championship game, obviously. But... Uh, they could because yeah. they're, they're still leading the West, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, Illinois mm-hmm. is still on top of the West. They could end the, up in the, the big... mighty Big Ten West. Oh, what a mighty. What, was they, what they used to try to what? call that? The Schembechler Conference, wasn't it? I don't remember. Did they? Wasn't it Schembechler? No, Schembechler would have been in the East. Oh, no, I'm, I'm saying the conferences were like Schembechler and Paterno, weren't they? Were they? Yeah, no. At, at the beginning, what were they called at the beginning? I don't remember. It was leaders in something. Oh, leaders and legends. Legends. That's there what it was. It was That's what it was. How lame. <laughs> leaders and legends. That's pretty lame. And they they scrapped that I think after a year. Yeah. Boy, that that Big Ten West is like, oh yeah, yeah, it's awful. So yeah, there was uh, some fun college stuff too over the weekend, and some topsy turviness there. And Georgia look. I was impressed. I watched that whole game on Saturday. Georgia looked really good, and it's hard not to be. Impressed with Bennett again. It's not always that gaudy, but you just watch him, and he's he just. And I guess when you're 25 and he's been there that long, and he won a title last year, like there's just a poise about him. Again, it it's, means nothing about his ability at the next level. I, I don't. I, I I'm, maybe he'll get drafted. I don't know. I don't know what the draft people think about that. Maybe someone late takes a chance. You know, he goes in, he plays as a backup somewhere. I, but he just as a college quarterback, uh, you watch him in big games. And you're like, the guy's just cool. He's just cool, and he's calm, and he's cool. And he was pretty impressive the other night. I would tell people that uh, put a little money on Ole Miss this weekend. You like that play? I mean, look, Alabama's got nothing to play for anymore. Can you believe Bama's got two they're losses on, at Dallas? What the happened? They're on the, well, they don't have playmakers on offense, and their uh, defense is, is bad. Their defense doesn't have that same, like, same What happened to Will defense. Anderson? Will Anderson's still one of the best players I mean, in the he, country. He's, he's still going to be a top five pick. He's great. He is. But he's the only one out there. They have no secondary whatsoever. So they're laying right now double digits on the road. On the road. Add an 11 win. Oh, I'm sorry. How many wins does Ole Miss have? Eight. An eight win Ole Miss team. Here. Yeah. And I, I said this a few times before the game. Is, is in, Since 2019, there's been now eight uh, true power five road games for Alabama. They've either lost or had to come from behind in all of those games. So wow. they're on the road again in hostile. You think, you think this is this is Ole Miss's Super Bowl this but, weekend? But, but doesn't he always destroy the uh, ex assistants? He's got to be. Doesn't Lane get his... No, not to the last couple. I mean, he's lost to Kirby. Well, he lost he's to lost Kirby to and he lost to Jimbo last yeah. year. That's true. He did lose to Kirby and Jimbo last year. Take the statue down. Statue down. Like it's you know. <laughs> Yeah. Take it down like Might Saddam. Have to fire Saban. Oh, come on. <laughs> take, take the statue down like it's Saddam. You didn't just say that. You, you can't say that. You're a, come on. You're a Bama fan. You're, no, like, they give you a hard time as it is for being a bandwagon listen, fan. You can't take it down. Game, after the game, I, I said to my wife, I go, look, I got good news and bad news. The bad news is they lost. The good news is, if you go into labor early, we don't have to worry about watching a playoff game. You're also like, you know what, Whitney? We don't have to name the baby Nick anymore. No. <laughs> we don't have to name the, the middle the name baby won't be Bryant. Saban anymore. Marcus is on the south Jay side. Barker and the- <laughs> What's up, Marcus? Yeah, I want to talk about uh I want to talk about the uh the officiating on the game. Yeah. Yeah, I wanna say uh I mean I wanted them to win the game. I mean, he should have won the game. They, that should have been W in uh, Fields' corner right there. If not for the official. Now, if that was Brady or if that was Aaron throwing that ball up in the air that long, but you think the official would have hit that, that flag out immediately? 
Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's weird, Marcus. At the ex- almost at the exact same moment, I don't know if you saw what was happening at the end of the Bills game. I'm going to be like Matt Nagy. Did you see that Bills game? Um, I don't know if you saw that, but uh, that's Josh Allen and the Bills, and they got the benefit. Uh, uh, the Jets got the benefit of a no call. I mean, that that was pass interference on Sauce Gardner at the end of that game. It was a very sure. eerily similar play. So I don't know if the quarterback throwing the ball matters or if it's just what you said. Sometimes the officiating's bad, Marcus. That's it. Like Yurko said it at the start of the show. It's been bad this year. Yeah, I don't know how they, I don't know how they missed that. It's happening right in front of them. Disappointing. Should have been a call. Saw it right away. I said, you're not going to throw that. I go, and that's what happens when... I mean, it's almost like they get it in their system that, hey, Miami's supposed to win this game. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know what it is, Yerk. Uh, it's happening right in front of them, and it was, to me, I don't think we're being biased here. No, that was I bad. I think it was pretty it was bad clear call. pass interference. Yeah. Will's in West Michigan. What's up, Will? <laughs> Hey, I was just kind of curious what you guys would think. And I was just talking to my friends at work, and we were talking how it's kind of funny how Frank Wright gets fired not even a year after Eberflus gets a new job. Do you think that Eberflus could have been hiding some of, some of Frank Wright's you know, shortcomings? You know, he took care of the defense and more of the other things, and Wright just kind of focused on his you know, rebuilding, his reclamation project. Their problem, yeah, their problem was quarterback position. Yeah, that's been the problem. And I don't know if Eberflus is going to be able to help or not help. Yeah. And if I think if you look from last year to this year, a points that are being given up, I don't know if there's any really marked difference in points given up as much as they're just not scoring points. This, this is on their Their offense. problems are offensive-driven. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Yurko. Their problems are big time on the offense. And Chris Ballard's got a share in a lot of this, too. We've, we've sung his praises at times over the years, and rightfully so. I mean, they have done a great job drafting, but they keep swinging and missing badly at the quarterback position. Um, they haven't been able to identify one in the draft or develop one. They keep swinging and missing at older veterans. Phillip Rivers gave him the best go. You know, he did. They almost won a playoff game in Buffalo, didn't they? Am I yes. right? Remember? Yes. With Phillip Rivers. I think I was on that game. Like, Bills is a, uh, Bills were like a six-point favorite, I want to say, and I was on the Colts in that game, and the Colts covered and almost won that game. And, and Rivers gave them one last shot, like at the end of his career. And he was the best one. The Carson Wentz thing didn't work. And no. the Ryan thing hasn't worked. And they just they keep spinning their wheels. And that's the problem. So I don't know how much of, you know, they Ibrahim used to have a running game. Yeah. yeah, they used to have well, a ta- running game. Taylor's been in and out of the lineup. He missed again this week. They traded Naheem Hines. Ta- Taylor keeps getting banged up. That's the problem with running backs. He hasn't played much this year. Was out again yesterday. Three one two three three two ESPN. More Bears calls and our players of the weekend coming up next. See what Carmen and Yurko are talking about on Twitch. Follow ESPN One Thousand Chicago today. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN One Thousand Chicago's home for sports. Gotta play something, but the computer doesn't work. Looking drive by Chicago began at their 25 at the 19 of Miami, first and 10. And here goes Phillips chasing the quarterback. Come out again with a block and a touchdown. And the block from Equinemius St. Brown. 18-yard touchdown pass. A second consecutive touchdown reception for Cole Comet. Working on and Chicago has taken the lead early in the second quarter. Fields on this drive runs a 14 and 16 commit. A catch of 10. Montgomery with passing game. First and goal. 
The fake and a good one to the end zone. Come up, touchdown. His second today. Four-yard touchdown pass. On a week where the Chicago Bears, their fans, their players all questioned, where is this season going? We traded two of our better defensive players. This is how the Bears respond. Yeah, uh, there's Kevin Harlan, our buddy, on the call on CBS yesterday. Three touchdowns in the last two games for Cole Komet. I like it. More of that, please. I mean, not gaudy numbers again, you know, um, because they're still not as good as Justin's been, and we're all totally encouraged by the developments and the progress. A lot of it's with his feet. Um, Bears still don't have a ton of deep play threats. They're not carving teams up to the tune of three or 400 passing yards a game. It doesn't look like maybe Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or or, or, uh, uh, Herbert when his weapons are there and ready and available for him. So early on, the critique was that they could move the ball from the 20 to the 20 and they couldn't put the ball in the end zone. Yeah, it was was kind of an issue. So now they're starting to put the ball into the end zone, which is what you like to see. Instead of going down there and settling for three points, they're finding a way to get the ball to the end zone. Bears are middle of the pack in red zone percentage. So that's... Okay. Score, yeah, you're, so you're starting to score touchdowns. Early on, you struggled. Yeah. Now you're not struggling as much. You're moving the ball. You're not turning it over. You're not doing something stupid. Yeah. You're not missing field goals. Uh, you're not attempting. You're, you're scoring touchdowns. It's an improvement. Uh, Cole Komet didn't catch a ball, if you remember, for the first two, three games. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Not one reception for your tight end. I do remember Nary that. a target. So now you're finding your tight end in your offense. Another positive thing. right? You're building on that. You've increased. You got Nike and uh, Keel Harry in here, my guy, and now you're going to get Claypool in here. Now they're going to get another week under their belt. Now, hopefully, they're going to be a little bit more effective as they start to work with each other. Yeah, five, that's all you can hope for. Five catches yesterday for Cole Komet. He had five in his first four games. Yeah, that's how bad the Bears' offense was early on. Early but now on, it's starting to look exciting. So now we're saying, what have we done? The offense has made improvements. Justin Field has improved. Yeah, the offense has improved. Everybody looks better. When the quarterback starts to get the offense down, becomes more comfortable there. The the coordinator's more comfortable with the quarterback. The quarterback's more comfortable with Luke Etsy. They're starting to become more comfortable with each other. Great. We're only halfway through. Yes. A little bit over halfway. A little over. Just a little over. over halfway, but we're halfway through. Yes. Let's talk about our players of the weekend brought to you by the Pride Stores, not your typical convenience store. 15 Chicagoland area locations and counting, including one Northwest Indiana. Go check out a Pride Store location today. Who stands out to you for the uh, weekend? For, for me, it, it's simple. I mean, if you want to go baseball, go baseball. You want to go college football. I'm sure we've got guys that are going to represent college football. Joe Mixon had yeah, himself a day yesterday. Five touchdowns. Yeah. It's, it, Come on. It, it's pretty damn good. I don't know what It's it. pretty damn good. And he ran argue. for a lot of yardage, too. So he, had, uh, he had over 200 total yards. Yeah, so good. Uh, Joe Mixon's my guy. It's a pretty good one from yesterday. I don't know how to top that. Abdallah, what do you got? I'm going to go with Bo Nix. He's getting better every single week. I I doubted Bo Nix. I mean, he wasn't very good the last couple years, but he gets to Oregon, and he's put together a bunch of really good games. He had four touchdowns uh, against Colorado. He had six touchdowns against Cal. He had five touchdowns against UCLA. Like, he just keeps getting better and better. And how about, didn't he have a receiving touchdown? Yes, he did. uh, He had a... He had a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. And, so passing, and passing and yeah, receiving, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. Uh, Bo, he, he's playing very well. That, that, uh, you talk about a big 180. I mean, that Oregon team in week one, you know, at Georgia, it was just like, oof. Uh, if they would have just kept it closer. I know. They'd have a legit shot at making the playoff. But everyone's uh, going to look at that 49-3 to loss and say, I don't know. 100%. Like, like USC has a better resume. But they probably. still have to play Utah, right? No, uh, no, they or USC lost to Utah. No, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, Oregon, Oregon and Utah still. Three weeks. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, Chris. It's coming up. Yeah, Chris, is that mic really not work? They've got Washington, Utah, uh, Oregon State. Yeah, there's no, there's no mic. Yeah, the mic's they took the mic away. It no, it's off. there, but it's collapsed. Like the arm fell off. Right, it won't hang. Yeah, he's holding it as you're on Twitch. Yeah, the bolt, go moved real yeah, quick. The yeah, the bolt won't do it. Yeah, there you go. Oh, God. Who's your Who's your player Chris, of the weekend? Who's, Chris, who's okay. your player of the weekend? Captain Planet. Captain Planet is the uh, player of the weekend because not only did he bring the wind, he brought some tall grass with the earth and kept Northwestern close to Ohio State. How about that? Ohio State didn't win by 80, so shout out to Captain Planet. I like that. Captain Planet. He's our Ryan, Ryan Day said it was the worst weather they've ever played in. And it wasn't even really that rainy. I mean, it was on up, but that wind was something on Saturday, man. Yeah. I played golf Saturday. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Play golf on Saturday. How did you play? Dude, uh, were you I, hitting driver 100 yards in? I was hitting driver a long way with the wind. I know. Oh, against the wind. But it was more, it was terrible. It was such a circular wind. Like, it felt like I was into the damn wind all day. I can't yeah, believe you golf. And we played a uh, flog event. Golf backwards. backwards. Yeah. And we ended up birding 18 to 17 up the hill. It's only been birdied once in the 14 years that it's been played. Wow. We birdied it. The good kid hit a four-iron, sliced it in, left to right, <laughs> took it over the street, brought it back with the wind. Amazing. We made the putt. This yeah. But we play golf. Listen, okay, the, the, the golf year's running out. you got to take advantage of the of the nice weather when was, you get it. Well, nice weather. I mean, it was 50-degree wind gusts. I don't know if that well, was. Well, I mean, yeah. it was windy, but it was warm. Weekend, so that's probably yeah. the last one. Yeah. Windy, but warm. As it's long as there's no snow on the ground. Yeah. It's supposed to be like 70 on yeah, Thursday. Right. The That's club stays 60 open. 60 on Friday. As long as there's no snow on the ground, the club is open for business. Well, that's that's good. The, I mean, 30 yeah, degrees, this, though. This week still looks pretty nice up until maybe the week. These weekend. guys got big condoms that go over the top of their carts. Yeah. And they got heaters. Thank God you said carts. Yeah, the Coleman's, right? Yeah. The Coleman mm-hmm. heaters. Yeah. They go in there and they heat them up. Are you serious? The only time they get cold is when they step out of the cart. Once they're back in the cart, it's like they're in a sauna. Maniacs. Yeah. Uh, you guys gave some pretty good... Uh, recommendations yeah. on who the player of the week. I don't know that I could top that. Where I mean, are you Joe, going, Carl? Joe Mixon, unbelievable. Uh, Patrick Mahomes last night, I thought, terrific. I'll go baseball. Why not? They did win the World Series. Yeah, knew it. Somebody's got to do it. Jordan Alvarez hit a 450 a foot bomb, home dude. run. Did you see that? I mean, come on. Wheeler was they, upset. Yeah, he was. I can't say I blame him all that much. You know, part of me was... Here, here's why I say I that think Rob no Thompson outthought it. Like, that you want a, left yeah. on left? Yeah. Do you realize Jordan Alvarez's splits against lefties, how good they still are? He's just that good of a hitter. Your key already had, like, 11 home runs against lefties this year. Yeah. It's not like he'd went all year where he had a slug of 300 with an OPS of, you know, uh, 400 against... Um, against left-handed hitting. I mean, I, the guy kills everybody and yeah. everything. You know, maybe you still want your best guy out there with only 70 pitches. And then I can imagine if he doesn't, everybody's killing him. Because, like, why wouldn't you bring in a lot of I don't know. You can't win. You can't lose maybe if you're Rob. Or you can't win if you're Rob Thompson. Here's the important question. Does Houston just finally tell everybody shut the hell up now? At this point, do they say shut the hell up? People are already we're still pretty accusing damn them. Ta- pretty damn talented. Is cheating. Yeah, we're pretty damn talented, aren't we? They're talented. Yeah. I don't know if they ever will I, I, like overtly brag or boast about it. I, I don't know. Maybe they feel like just let sleeping dogs lie and we did this thing and we got caught and let's, you know, that's it. But 
Four World Series they in keep six winning. years. They've yeah. won two of them. Like, the Yankees can't cry nothing. Pretty unbelievable. Don't cry about nothing, Yankees. And Pretend like you're some sort of innocent team. A 450-foot bomb in the clinching game of the World Series. You know, in a clinching game to, to put you up. You see Schwarber hit another one? <laughs> Schwarber's amazing. He had another home run. He was their only run. I didn't know that. Yes. Schwarber hit the Phillies home oh, run. Oh, that's right. He yes. did. He gave yeah. him the lead. Yes, gave him a one nothing one lead. Nothing lead. Top of the six. Yes. It doesn't last until the bottom no. of the sixth. Yeah. But he's got 14 career postseason home runs. Yeah. The guy hits bombs. He looked pretty good as a White Sox. Huh? Yes, he would, Yurko. God bless you, Kyle Schwarber. Those are our players of the weekend. We'll grab a few more Bears calls and then cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie in 15. Listening to Carmen and Yurko on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie. Twelve minutes away. We'll see what the guys are going to do from two until six into Bleck and Abdallah six to eight tonight. A lot of football talk. That's my hunch. Bears lose to the Dolphins 35-32. They're a favorite this weekend for just the second time this year against the Lions, who snapped along with losing streak against the Packers. The Packers are in free fall, gentlemen. I know it's very petty of us, but I can't help but say I love it. We're very petty, but I love it. I'm enjoying watching the misery in Green Bay. And they're about to find out what it's like. They're going to find out what it's like to be tortured and tormented by shoddy quarterback play. For years and years and years to come, for potentially decades, you've been so spoiled. You've had it so good. I'm petty. I know it. And I don't care. Bears could win here, right? Bears could win. uh, Yes, right now, the way they're playing. December 4th. Yes. A shootout against Aaron Rodgers. Yes, a shootout. They'll win. Are you kidding? He can't shoot out against anybody right now. They can't score. They stink. I love it. I absolutely love it. It makes the division next year. Like, I don't know that he's totally done. and de- I think he's hurt. To be, I don't want to make excuses for the guy. I think his thumb is more messed up than we know. That'd be my guess. Because something just seems off. But he doesn't trust his guys. And But the division next year, like, if the Bears attack this offseason properly, you know, you do well in the draft, you sign some big free agents, you get a big pass rusher, maybe you tweak your own line a little bit, you get another playmaker. It's, it's more open than it's ever been. Absolutely. Yeah. It's more open than it's Because ever when Rodgers has been winning MVPs and dominating, you kind of feel like, yeah, you're behind the eight ball here. You're not going to be there in Rodgers. He's the best quarterback in the division by far. And right now, who's the best quarterback in the division? It's probably still Aaron Rodgers. I hate to say it, but it's not the yeah, invincible Aaron Rodgers. By, by reputation, but I, by the person that's actually playing the best. Who do you think? Probably be Cousins. Cousins? Fields, close and then second. Fields, but Goff was good early. Yeah. So I don't know if those early numbers would supplant, you know, what 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 Justin Fields got going on. Yeah. But uh, I mean, obviously, the the ability to play quarterback is still with twelve. Yes. It's with Aaron Rodgers. Did you see Little Wayne? I think he's hurt. Did no. you see his tweet? No. Little Wayne said, "Well, we should have traded number 12. When we say Little Wayne, are you talking about the rapper? The rapper, yeah. Is he a Packer Wayne. fan? What did you I think I said? Lil Wayne Weaver? Well, I, thought, no. I don't know. I was like, you talking Lil about Wayne, Wayne Larrabee? Little Wayne the rapper, yeah. He's I a Green know. Bay fan. Oh. He had Green Bay 12 on. He was oh, up there last year. Yes. I don't think I realized that. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. It's out there. You take a look. You, 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 they have him with a 12 jersey on saying, hey, 
we should have traded, you know, did, we should have traded number 12 in the offseason. Wasn't it Little John that did shots, guys? Is that Do I have that right? Is that Little John? No, Shots no. is, uh, yeah, Shots is Little John. That's Little John, yeah, right? I think that's Little Petey. Shots no. is Little John and, uh, what was that? What was that? that, that Two chains. Um, Two chains. Did you guys see what the, uh, the... LMFAO. LMFAO with Shots. Oh, oh, so... Uh, oh, so with Little John. With Little John. Yeah. So the Vegas Golden Knights, you see they, they did a thing. It was kind of funny. They're like, uh, the coach hands it off to Little John to talk about their offensive philosophy. Yes. And he's like, every time we come in the zone, we're going to go here, here, and we're going to get Shots. And they're like, shots? And like, yeah, we want shots! Okay! And it was pretty funny. They had it on their social media over the weekend. Let's go to Rob in Villa Park. What up, Rob? Hey, guys. Hey, listen, I don't know if you guys caught this. Uh, there's a still shot of Claypool on that pass interference at the end of the game. Yeah. And both of his hands, he's got his, middle, his two middle fingers taped together. Kind of suspect, if you ask me. What, what do you think? Claypool has his middle fingers taped together? Yeah, on both hands. Does he have a broken finger? No, he probably butted him to the other one. You know, if he jammed him up or he's got a problem with him, he just butted him to the next one. Right, yeah. I'll take a look at those shots, see what it looks like. Would that be hard for a wide receiver to No, I mean, obviously he's he's caught balls that way before. Yeah. I don't think that's a problem. They taped his middle fingers to make it harder for him to catch? I wouldn't think so. I mean, that's beyond the point of being ridiculous. Well, I think Rob's saying, how concerned should we be? Is he injured? Does he have a bad finger? And would it be harder for a wide receiver? I mean, to wide catch? receivers are catching nothing but balls all day. Do you think at some point they don't get a little achy oh, break? I, I would think they get broken fingers constantly. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, looking at, I'm looking at pictures right now. It well, does look like his his two, well, that's his, his middle finger and his ring finger are taped together yeah, on they're, both they're hands. They're buddied. They're buddied together. But right. he, he also, it looks like he did have that when he was in Pittsburgh, too. Maybe he just does yeah. it. I, I don't know. I mean, listen, if they're buddied together, they're buddied together, fellas. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, they're buddied together. So they call the buddy. You get a tear, you, something happens with one of those fingers, you put it together. But on both? Well, I mean, listen, if you got him there, yeah, on both. So I'm sitting there. Hmm. If we tape them together, you can go. You can still spread your hands apart. I've never you still noticed got your that. thumb, your pinky are independent, so they're still working independently. Your forefinger, your pointer. I think your important fingers aren't buddied together. So you know I, think I that's can't why. keep my middle finger and my ring finger together? Is that odd? Why can't it? Look at how hard it is for me to do. That's strange. My pinkies eventually come in. Your poor hands are all mangled. Yeah, anyway. they're mangled, but not like Hamptons. Poor Hamptons, Hamptons hands. Are, oh, my Jeez. God. Alex Hampton. is in Lincoln. Oh, look like you put him in the garbage. <laughs> so poor Hamp. Alex is in Lincoln Park. What's up, Alex? Hello, gentlemen. Alex, uh, what's happening? Uh, just chilling. Hey, you two. So I got a question to ask. Today, November 7, 2022, who is the better quarterback, Justin Fields or Aaron Rodgers? Right now? I'd still right say, now, I'd still say Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, I, I would too. I, I think I, I think we got to pump the brakes a little. I mean, I love what's what's happening here. I think Fields is starting to get it, and he's yeah. a, he's such a threat with his legs. He's not he's, better than Aaron Rodgers. But I don't so. think he's better than Aaron Rodgers. I think we got to slow down a little. Yeah, bit. I'd take a little bit of a deep breath on that one. I like the pain and suffering. I was saying that as you were coming back in, York. I like the. I'm being very petty. I know it. I like the pain and suffering the Packer fans are going through right now. Well, I mean, it's coming up to the second week of Deer Camp. Yeah, for them, it's going to be easy to sell the tickets, and they're going hunting. It's the second I'll tell you, is when you start to see the blaze orange up there. It's the second week of deer camp, and all the guys are here. We drink the beer, we shoot the bull, we never shoot no deer. Oh, yeah, it's a good tune right there. 
And then they'll play the thirty pointer. Thirty point bug. Oh, the thirty point. Have you seen the thirty pointer? Oh yeah, it's good times up there with the Upers, man. They sing some beautiful songs. Hey, that's easy for them. Oh, there's a year we're not going to be in the playoffs. We'll go to Deer Camp. How about we go to Deer Camp and have some fun and get some venison so the uh, freezers are full and we eat like champions all year. You kidding me? They've got a fallback plan. That's your. That's their fallback plan, one hundred percent. And then they've always got the Bucks for thirty. Well, the Bucks have the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh my God, the Bucks! Wow, yeah. For thirty years, they've had Brett. Thirty-one years. Nineteen ninety-two. Thirty-one years. Thirty-one years. Thirty-one freaking years. You are about to get your comeuppance. Just know that Jordan Love. Jordan loves your come you know, up. Not that you did anything wrong and maybe you deserve a come I, up and, but you're getting something, Packer fans. I've had Packer, and it ain't pretty. I've had Packer season tickets here for an extended period of time once I got done playing. Yeah. For twenty plus years. And it's been easy to move. And we've always known that at some point Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be there. That's right. And things, you know, our golden goose yes. is probably going to end up getting cooked here in the next year or two. We know that. We know that. So we smile, we laugh, we have a good time, and we move our tickets, so we now have a nice windfall. But you, th- those days may be ending. Do you think there's a point this year where they say, again, I think Aaron Rodgers is probably a little bit more hurt than we know with that thumb injury. Do they shut him down and play Jordan Love at some point and say, hey, we got to kind of see? And at least if you showcase Love, you can trade him? I mean, Rodgers is under quarterback for $50 million next year. I mean, he's going to be their quarterback. No. No, 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 no. You don't do that to Aaron Rodgers. Okay, they still no, you don't plays do that it out. To him. Well, it's like, would they replace Tom Brady in Tampa? What if he's really hurt, though? And at some point, they're like, well, no, if he's injured, then you've yeah. got to take him out. I mean, if he's hurt and he's injured, did he have a surgery on his thumb? No, but they've said for weeks it's been suspect that, you know, he's had it wrapped and he's he had trouble at practice from reports up I'm there. I'm going to do what you usually do. I'm going to go check their all 22 out. Okay. Because that game was being played when the Bears game was being it was, played. It so was, yeah. I'm going to have to go check out the... Oh, I don't have a computer. You don't have one at home? Sorry. When are you getting your new computer, for crying out loud? What could be taking so long? It's, it's 2022. Long Beach. It's out. It's 40 miles off the coast. Supply, supply side issues. Supply side. That's what it is. It's still out supply there. Supply chain issues. Supply chain issues. Coming up next, we are going to uh, cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie. See what they got on tap to get you home this afternoon. Yurko's got the final word, brought to you as always by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. Boy, I tell you, the effort to make the tackle there out of the punter. Oh, yes. Zero points. Zero points you for a, heroism You get there. a Bluto, Blutarski, oh, zero point zero. Oh, heavens, yes. Yeah. Zero point zero for the achievement there. Mr. Got Blutarski. two hands on him. They're on the shoulder. Yeah. Do something to take the guy down. Something. Oh, I'm going to tap you. Please fall. No? Okay, I'll run next to you. Let's sprint in the end zone together. Hey, okay, whatever.